Is it Baal? Baal. Baal. Yeah, I think it's Baal. It's not Balal. I just want to say Balal. No, because there's no. Yeah, there's no extra L. Yeah. Oh, we are recording. <laughs> I'm Anna Bogutska. And I'm Clarice Lockery. And this is The Next Supremes, an American Horror Story rewatch podcast, and briefly, an American Horror Stories watch podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not quite as catchy. No, quite. not as catchy, but we tried, I tried, and failed. So, as <laughs> in the previous episodes... We are currently watching the new spin-off series, American Horror Stories, which is now screening on Disney Plus in the UK. And we do encourage you to not pirate the show, watch it legally. It's now available legally. Yeah, let me know, everyone, what your icon is. (laughs) Mine's Scarlet Witch at the moment, because I like her. I forgot what mine is. I know my the one on my PS4 is a little skull with red eyes, and it looks like he's dancing. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's cute and creepy, which is exactly <laughs> my vibe. The first, the fifth episode of American Horror Stories, Ball, 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 stars Billy Lord as a woman who resorts to occult forces to fulfill her dream of becoming a mother. So. As per the previous episode about the bro house, uh, I didn't look up the title of this episode when it started, and I just put in my notes, Discount Rosemary's Baby. Yes. (laughs) Very much that. Yep. So, what did you think of the episode and the premise overall? Well, I will say, I, I spent a lot of the episode going, like, oh yeah, this is really just Rosemary's Baby, like the very stereotypical story of the you know woman sees supernatural things husband is like babe you're crazy but then i I, at the back of my brain i was going there has to be some kind of twist to this right they're Mm -hmm. not just going to do the storyline and there was so by the end of the episode i was happy but it it took a little while to get there yeah and it was um as much as I love Billy Lord, I I was not totally taken with her in this episode. I don't think it really used her necessarily super well until the very end with the twist. What did you make of her performance and her character? I mean, I, it, because she is such like an interesting actor, and usually we've seen her in these great sort of... Um, like very weird roles, like her role in Scream Queens, where she's playing the the child of Charles Manson who like can't <laughs> feel emotions. Iconic. <laughs> you know, like that's what I associate with Billy Lord, like doing these very sort of deadpan but like completely hilarious characters, yeah. or like her role in Booksmart as well. She's just a glamorous yes. psychopath, basically, who pops yeah. up, makes a very amusing and absolutely batshit crazy comments and then just exits dramatically yeah she's kind of good at playing like millennial psychopaths yes cool 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 girl psychopaths 
Like, you want to be friends with her, but also she will probably murder you at some point. Exactly. <laughs> well, here, she was I... <laughs> my comment, I just wrote white women's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I am sensing a... I mean, I know you're a big fan of Bob Burnham, but I'm sensing that someone's been listening to the Inside album over and over again. <laughs> well, because, okay, this is not me to make this too much of a digression, but for reasons, I'm very scared about watching it inside, because I think I'm going to have a breakdown if I watch it. But you have um, listened to the album. Well, I haven't listened to the album. It just keeps coming up on TikTok, so I know the songs. I see. I see. Uh, so I'm aware of white women's Instagram, <laughs> and I can't really find another way to describe this character because she just wears beige. She wears beige yes. the whole episode. Different layered beige. Beige fedora. <laughs> so many. I didn't even know there were so many shades of beige before watching this episode. Yeah, and it's like just the out the outfits are like hysterically bad, <laughs> like little capes and like little shawls and like little tiny pearl details, but like not enough to make it. I wear a lot of fake pearls, but like not enough to make it interesting. Um, it just just why well, I can't. It's white woman's Instagram. The really funny thing is that this is even more so than the previous ones the previous episodes this episode feels so extremely la industry and also completely characterless like the house where she lives in and we're told that she's some sort of rich heiress as a kind of throwaway excuse as to why she has a lot of money and can afford to do six rounds of ivf and not really work um or have a personality uh (laughs) she it's 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 like it looks like the inside of a of a high budget porn set basically. That's what the house yeah. looks like. Yes. And her husband looks like a porn actor basically. That's sort of like handsome but without really any zhuzh. You know what I mean? If he did a cr- if I witnessed a crime he did, mm-hmm. I would not be able to give the police a description. <laughs> Exactly. Outside of handsome. I'd be like, he was handsome. Yes. Jawline? (laughs) Not even that. If if you say jawline, I was like, mad bomber. Jawline for days. This is true. uh, Yeah, because there's a lot of good jawlines in American Horror Story. Yeah, but this, I'm like, okay, jawline, hair, I guess. But I'm like, I don't, I I keep forgetting him when he comes back into a scene. I'm like, wait, who are you again? Oh, you're the husband. You're the husband. (laughs) Sure. Okay, wait, let me write that down. Husband. Wait, who's this guy again? Oh, it's a fucking husband again. Him and all his friends, like, look and sound alike. So, yeah, I think it's a lot for, um... Billy Lord to carry in this episode. White woman's Instagram, latte foma, there demon are... baby. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of it once the demon actually starts popping up? Because the the basic kind of summarized premise is that this receptionist at the fertility cr- clinic gives her a little statue that's supposed to be of a fertility an ancient fertility god and she puts it under the bed they have like weird creepy sex and well actually it's like vanilla sex that's made to look creepy through tilted camera angles sumerian ancient sumerian bonking (laughs) (laughs) um and cue baby they don't even bother with anything else so just like intertidal 12 months later here's a baby 
baby's a demon, maybe. Maybe demon wants a baby. Let's find out. Yeah, and then I, what made me really laugh is that I think her, was her baby monitor, like, on an iPad or something? Yes, it was. And then she, <laughs> she, she, like, sees something creepy on the baby monitor iPad, and then she walks into the bedroom holding the iPad up as a mm-hmm. light. Again, white woman's Instagram. iPad flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many, like, weird, because it is, it is just Rosemary's baby or, like, mm-hmm. some, you know, a nod to all the things that have ripped off Rosemary's baby since that movie came out of the the paranoid wife at home with mm-hmm. child and some demon wants the child. It's the plot of, like, every other horror movie. Yeah. And they even have the husband, the the absolutely personality-less handsome, generic handsome handsome. <laughs> husband uh play uh, a struggling actor so it's yes. exactly as john Cassavetes' character in rosemary's baby where he basically wants to throw his l- wife into the wolves so he can have her money and become a successful actor yeah except, yeah it except, is just that except twisty mctwist she actually becomes like gets in cahoots with the demon yeah i feel like this whole episode was written just so they could have the demon fucking at the end <laughs> right i don't think do you know what i think okay i i perhaps have a hot take here i don't think the demon wanted it i think that was non-consensual non-consensual demon sex oh yeah it, it was yeah it was because he wanted to be free yeah and then she says no not until you give me another baby he's like all right i mean for a show to make us sympathize with a demon who is like seven foot tall and has like wings (laughs) (laughs) only in american horror story land yeah yeah, because he doesn't want to be there at the end. He's like, oh, yeah, but go back to hell, please. <laughs> I do have to say, like, I think that's the part where it actually kicks in into being something quite fun and using Billy Lord, using her talents to the advantage of her character in the story, where she, when she wears the beige fedora to visit her husband in jail after he's gaslit her into a, a mental hospital... Um, a, a psychiatric in after he's gaslit her into a psychiatric institution, and then she summons the demon to take him out, and she goes f- she goes from like two to eleven in the span of ten seconds, just yelling and hissing at him through the through the prison <laughs> through the prison like two way mirror system thing. Yeah, like I can tell that they like while both sort of doing Rosemary's Baby, they were trying to also do a commentary on gaslighting because mm. literally somebody says gaslighting at one point and you're like i get it <laughs> oh they fully talk about <laughs> calling themselves like the goonies of gaslighting or something like that yeah where they have a tv show where it's like yeah. every week we gaslight somebody and it's like i i i understood before you said that <laughs> i don't think I don't think that trope particularly needs to be skewered because, like, we were all very aware of it. 
but I would say the the more interesting twist is the demon fucking <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I think that should have been the beginning of the episode because we like we know all the stuff. Be like, okay, blah blah blah. Just gaslight. Yeah, uh, I think I think the ending was a little bit rushed for me, um, and also just the the rituals and the magic part of it was so. It just I know this is like you know an anthology show and it's not as plotted out as a regular series of American Horror Story is, but it is so superficial and so throwaway. You know what? I think you know. I mentioned Scarlet Witch at the beginning of this episode. You know what? I would have loved to see. Hmm. You start after the demon fucking. It's one division, <laughs> but instead of like imaginary robot husband, it's an it's slaved demon. <laughs> She's like building the perfect family and she'll be like, hi, honey. And the whole twist of the show is that actually she's gaslighting the demon or actually just fully, fully abusing the demon. And he just, yeah, because you think it's like this loving, like, demon and and because you assume the demon is controlling her and it's like, Mm. no, she's controlling the demon at the end. No. I mean, yes, but also, no. Come on, rhyme up, hi me. <laughs> I mean, truly, as we've mentioned many times before, this entire podcast is, is an audition for the writers' room of any Ryan Murphy show. Yeah, where well, my pitch is one division, but it, it a demon. <laughs> and um, what did you make? I mean, we've spoken about the husband and Billy Lord and and stuff, but do you think it tells us anything about kind of? that LA culture because we do get a little bit with their friendship group I what made me really laugh was the the secretary character when she turns up to her house to try and get the banishing spell for the demon mm-hmm. and this woman has this like again porn set apartment LA apartment but for some reason, it's just filled with like grimoires and spell books mm-hmm. and wicked stuff. And it's like, I just, I don't know, it really amused me to see like the, the occult done in the aesthetics of like, of LA culture. Yeah. In the way that it's, it's sort of like commentating on the fact that LA culture can be so soulless and -hmm. it's such a soulless aesthetic that, you know, it's no coincidence that the Scientology like head office is in LA, right? Like that's (laughs) everyone's so like, nothing ever has any meaning attached to it. So like Mm -hmm. if, yeah, you have a cult, you know what? The cult's just there, whatever. No one's going to make, no one's going to point out that it's weird because they painted it blue, so I guess it looks nice now. Sorry, did that make any sense? <laughs> I, I just... No. <laughs> but but you know why I think it does actually make sense? Because this whole episode, I don't think it's like really makes full sense. I think it's probably out of the ones that we've seen so far is the weakest one for me. Because it... I don't think it really has that much to say about fertility or about LA culture no. or about like rich beige people culture either. 
or about like struggling for success in the entertainment industry while also having the privilege of having like a rich wife who will just pay for your lifestyle while you do that while you play corp corpse number three on ncis so it's just everything is just a lot of throwaway exposition and bad props Okay, wait, can I rephrase my... Let me try and reattempt the point I was making. <laughs> okay, do it, go for it, I'm listening. I think what I liked about it mm-hmm. is this presentation of LA culture as have, like, nothing ever has any meaning attached to it. Mm-hmm. There's no... It is all aesthetics, right? Yes. It's entirely aesthetic-driven lifestyle. And so I think, I think there's a point to be made in like the way that like cult stuff, Scientology and, you know, there's other LA based cults can get their, their claws into LA so easily is because no, there's like no, there's no meaning to any object. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like nothing has any weight attached to it. So like no one's going to actually interrogate the idea Scientology building because it's pastel blue it looks nice from the outside so it sort of like fits into the LA culture because mm-hmm. the LA culture mm-hmm. has no yeah it is that vapid mm. that that's the insidious side of it it's like do you remember like um I remember when there was that weird LA trend for like this a weird appropriation of like Kabbalah bracelets and things like that. And yeah, it just got yeah, very yeah. strange where there was like no, there was no weight to it. There was no meaning to it, but it was the aesthetics of the bracelet mm-hmm. became very popular. Yeah. Because and Madonna like, and people wore it all the time. Yeah. And it's like that stuff. So insidious of like, just, just taking things. It was, it's kind of like an appropriation. But then I think the flip side of that is that you have things coming in. Um, you know, like weird, weird detox diets of like drinking this one colored shake and like mm. the, the weird detox trend becomes so popular because the cups that they come in like are really aesthetically pleasing, you know? I, yeah, I think there's, there's something in there and it made me really laugh when she got, she went to the apartment of the receptionist and she just had like, <laughs> It was the uh, the ugliest, like, blandest apartment, but she just had spell books for some reason. <laughs> but the apartment, you know, like, it didn't look like the creepy, yeah. like, gothic apartment. It was just, yeah, as you said, porn set style. It was just, like, whipped out an ancient idol. Like, there you go. What I did also find, like, quite strange... um, and kind of perhaps a missed opportunity. And I don't, I, I almost expected it to go this way and that it didn't. And it was a little bit of a whiplash for me. So when she has this whole very weird stilted paragraph that she, that she says in the fertility clinic where she wants to, she doesn't just want a child. She wants to carry a child. Like she wants to be pregnant. That's her thing. She wants to to experience pregnancy herself, not just have a child via surrogacy or adoption or anything like that. So it's like, okay, so maybe it's gonna go into like the some sort of body horror thing. And I think pregnancy 
is such it's fucking fodder for horror anyway and i don't speak from personal experience because i've never been pregnant so it's but it's like everything is just weird and intense i was like oh maybe maybe demon baby for the rest of the episode but it really skips it from the moment where they have the sumerian um magic sex to oh there's a like a six month old baby already we're done like none of that stuff and i understand like special effects and things and and budgets and time but i did expect perhaps that it would go down that route and it was we spend a lot of time with characters who are not that interesting and very little time on why is it actually why like pregnancy and motherhood are such fodder for horror stories because I think, like the, I think the gaslighting thing was what they thought was the most interesting part of this episode, right? That's what I think Just they n- thought, but it not isn't. Really. No, the demon fucking was cool. Like, <laughs> the, the last no, I, listen, it's demon abuse. Yes. Yeah. I don't think well, the demon yeah. wanted to do the fucking. Yeah, I guess we didn't really see enough to see whether. He was, cons- he was consensually, you know, because it, it cut right at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they started to do the fucking, <laughs> I don't want to get into the specifics of demon consent. No, me either. <laughs> and I feel really odd that I'm mostly sympathising with the demon in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect to go down this road. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, is there is there anything that you wanted to talk about this episode? I guess just Vanessa Williams from Candyman. Oh my god! Yes. Don't have anything to say about it because they didn't really give me that much to do. <laughs> no, and it it didn't really. I don't know. I don't know. There wasn't any connection <laughs> to Candyman, but um, she's cool. And I like that she was there. The only other thing is the the housekeeper for the for the big beige house has this very stereotypical, like, sees the statuette of the demon ball and, like, runs away, you know, doing the Muttering cross- something in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah, basically muttering, like, muttering in spanish and because she's uh, she's latin american and and like crossing herself doing the cross on herself and david's like no 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 i go i go now because no no demon shit for me yeah did you understand what she was saying i mean she's mumbled it yeah but... no 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 i understood what she was saying do i remember it no <laughs> <laughs> it was... i would have loved it if it was like nonsense <laughs> it was it was sort of like it was quite cari- like it was quite a caricature where it's like oh no 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 el demonio el demonio okay. uh, so it's like yeah. you know yeah but again stereotypes is all we get yeah that was pretty bad because they never like subverted at any point yeah and at the end the rich white lady who doesn't have to work and just inherited a lot of money just got away with everything and now has a stronghold on a demon. Latte farmer, demon <laughs> abuse. 
<laughs> I think you really need to watch inside. Like it needs to happen. I'm scared. <laughs> you have to. I will. You I will watch it. eventually. I will watch it. I don't know it's going to be like a whole thing <laughs> when I watch it. It is. So I've got to wait for the right moment in my life to be ready for it. We'll be back next Wednesday with with the next episode of American Horror Stories. <laughs> <laughs> Something completely different. That's the fun part of this this show. In the meantime, send us your thoughts on Twitter. You can follow us uh, at the Next Supremes Pod and uh, tell us what you thought of this episode. Tell us what you think of Inside. Is it good? Are you enjoying it? <laughs> I can't stop listening to the Jeff Bezos track. I haven't like on loop many times during the day. Good. <laughs> you can do it do, do, put your back and do it you can find me on twitter at clarice lou and i am at anna be demented i'm gonna start a, a a campaign for you to watch inside in like the most cocoon protected way you possibly can